fuck you. We will fuck you. <laughs> we it. will, we will block you. Sing it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's still better than theirs. <laughs> Let's get that. All right, ready? Yep. Welcome to Both Down, episode 33, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. Well, that did not go to the NAF. And anyone who did go to the NAF, we did not go there. Don't use our catchphrase. What? Did you hear 3 Die Block this month? Uh-huh. One of the guys uh, at the beginning was like... Oh, the guy who said, you're listening to the number one Blood Bowl podcast. At the NAF. At the NAF. Which they probably wore. Don't steal our bit. No, I think that... We're going to come around, no, bust your nuts. See, I think you're looking at it wrong. I was going to say kneecaps when nuts came out. So, I think this guy was listening to both down, mm-hmm. and then Chance probably grabbed him. Ah. And, like, it was just, we were so embedded in his brain, because we're listened to worldwide. Yeah. And, uh, you know, anybody who goes to the NAF tournament has made their team all fluffy and has a background for it, and they mm-hmm. put a lot of work in it. It made a smell. And, and so then he was, yeah, had a smell, <laughs> and so he had it, like, all wrapped around his brain of both down. And then he just spouted off what joyous thing he could think of. Yeah. And then he realized halfway through saying it that, oh, yeah, I'm on through that block. I'll just finish this up and yeah. make him feel good. Yeah, that's probably true. Okay. <clears throat> we'll let it slide this time because they have like half a ginger. And you notice the, the show's improved so much since Drew's come around. <laughs> You're like, you know, it does also helps. There's like 2,000 miles away from us. So, yeah. So, you can't do a lot to it, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's been going on, Steve? Who are we? Oh, we're both down. And comprised of. <laughs> comprised of. I am Scott Prime, and this is Steve. Kilwaggy. Kilwaggy, the old dirty ginger. All all of those are acceptable. Yes. Right. So what have you been up to? You've just celebrated a birthday not too long ago. Yes, I did. Thank you for all the birthday wishes, everyone. So did you get worldwide birthday wishes from like... Yeah. From everybody? Like like Jonas and... Yeah. I mean, see? Most of the people. You are so loved. Yeah, no. I see you're supporting a new uh, Chicago Cubs jersey. Yeah, but I actually broke down and bought an official one finally. So is this like Rizzo's or somebody's? No. Or is this just, just a plain one? Just plain. Doesn't have a number on it? No. I don't oh. like putting numbers on them. You don't like being that guy who's no. wearing a jersey that says, like, Michael Vick. So when you see him at, like, Taco Bell, you go, look, there's Michael Vick. And then you just say, don't stare. That's wow. what me and my friends used to do. We used to go places <laughs> like, hey, Michael Vick's over there. Don't stare. Don't look. Don't look. <laughs> He'll stick his dog is on you. <laughs> well, I can't believe out of all the NFL players, Michael Vick came to my mind. That's probably why. Because you hate dogs, I guess. I don't hate dogs. But, yeah, I mean, it was a good birthday. How young did you turn? 38. 38. Does that feel weird? No, not really. I mean, I've already given up on life a long time ago, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you gave up on life. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's great. Yeah, I mean, it's just all downhill, so I've accepted that. Have you become a eunuch? Not yet. Not yet? No. So you might become a eunuch. Is that possible? It's not my plan. <laughs> it's not your plan. I don't wake up every morning, I'm like, hmm, 23 more weeks until I become a eunuch. <laughs> 
<laughs> it could be a goal. Like, like <laughs> if I'm not married by 45, I'm going to become a eunuch. It really would just have helped so much more when you were younger, like when you go through school. Being a eunuch? Yeah. Because you could concentrate yeah. on stuff. And the important stuff and not, right. you know. Well, you would you would never even watch TV as a child because mm-hmm. you'd have been like Mr. Tesla and you would have just went, I think there's something going on through the air that nobody knows about. And, and then discover weird things. Fall in love with a pigeon. Well, you couldn't make love to a pigeon anyway, so might as well be a eunuch and just enjoy yeah. this company. It's true. What a weird tangent. No, you said Tesla. 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 He actually married a pigeon. Well, right. Yeah. I know, but it's still a weird weird tangent that we're now talking about being a eunuch. Tesla was not a eunuch. No, not to our knowledge. So, although he did get his balls chopped off by Edison. Wow. (laughs) All you Edison fans out there. So, World Cup is over. Yep, finally. Let me tell the world what I did. So, we, me and Steve, here at the uh, Ginger household, we had, um, you know, we have cable like everybody else does pretty much in the world. But uh, we don't want to pay extra for, like, the cable boxes for every room just to get digital cable. Because we don't hardly ever watch TV in our rooms. Mm-hmm. So we got the cable box. When Steve moved in, I got to get upgrade to HDTV, which is amazing. So everybody in the world is right. I can't believe what I was missing. Uh, DVR, like, I know that's been around for <laughs> 15 years. But, like, I've just now discovered it. It's so awesome. Um, so I wanted to watch the World Cup, and we weren't. We didn't get ESPN or ESPN two because we don't pay for that service. So I was like, "Mind if I call up there and upgrade it?" Steve's like, "Sure, go for it." Well, before then, we had ESPN and ESPN two, and all the channels that come with those packages still on our TVs in our bedrooms. So we but just, didn't have the cable box. They didn't have the cable box, so we thought the cable box itself filtered out what the cable companies didn't want you to have. Mm-hmm. And when I would tell people this, they were like, oh, that's weird. I can't believe you have ESPN in your bedrooms and stuff. I was like, I do. And so like Sunday night football for the NFL would come on. I'd mm-hmm. go to my bedroom and I'd watch some NFL. So it was pretty awesome. So I called up the cable company, got ESPN, ESPN two for the world cup. Well, as soon as the last ESPN game was on, I called them up and canceled it. Well, guess what we no longer have in our bedrooms? They turned off all the good channels. So now I just, for like a month's worth of World Cup joy, <laughs> I cost us probably <laughs> free ESPN, free ESPN2, all the college yeah. football games that I usually can watch, mm-hmm. NFL games I usually watch in my bedroom or at least have it on in the background to listen to, is gone. We'll just have to pirate them on computer instead. Which also, I mean, like if I wanted to watch wrestling on sci-fi, I had that. That was part of that package. So now I miss that too. And (laughs) so, yeah. Thanks, World Cup. Or lousy cable company. Or lazy cat. Well, whatever it was. Yeah. World Cup was amazing. It was. The last game was awesome. I don't care what anybody says. It was one of the best World Cups I've seen Mm -hmm. since I've been watching since like ninety. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of boring matches. No. There were some draws, but they were still exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. And um, congr- I didn't see the 7-1 blowout, but I assume that was exciting in its own way. It still was very exciting. It was exciting to see uh, Miroslav Klosa become the 
lead in the goals for World Cup, which mm-hmm. I don't think he'll hold very. You know, he might hold it for the next eight years. <laughs> Mueller's pretty, or Mueller, or however you, Thomas yeah. Mueller, is not too far behind him. So, but um, congrats to Germany for winning it all. Yeah, yeah, you don't care. My team was out from the beginning. Who was your team? <laughs> Spain. Spain. Yeah. I was born in Spain, so I always root for Spain in international matches. Isn't it funny how as Americans we want America to do good, but we also know to pick like a sub country team? Oh yeah, to you do have well to <laughs> in the World yeah, Cup. I can't just only put it on black. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I'll take two numbers. No, it's, oh, I'll it's take cool. zero and double zero. No, <laughs> let's go with some red or black number here. <laughs> so there you go. And um, so what do we got on store today? Well, what did we do at the store? Oh. If you want to talk about Blood Bowl, what we've done lately. What we've done lately. Uh, what we've done lately is... Uh, we, we have our tournament coming up. We have our Warpstone Tour Oklahoma Edition, Oklahoma Edition tournament coming up, which yeah. is tailored for newbies to play some Blood Bowl. They don't have to worry about having exact miniatures or painted miniatures or three-colored painted miniatures or whatever. Or even picking skills. They don't have to worry about picking skills. Do I, you know, put block on everybody or guard or what do I do? It's just come as you are tournament. Very simple. It's very cheap. It's only ten bucks. Yeah. It's only three rounds. Yeah. And even if we have forty people there, it's going to be three rounds. But also, we decided to put on a couple of demonstrations beforehand. Right. So we were trying to prepare the local guys because every time we run a tournament, and I don't know if. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people encounter this. When they're running a tournament at their store, a lot of people walk by and go, oh, yeah, Blood Bowl. Wow, I haven't seen that in ages. And they talk about things that maybe didn't exist. Like, I remember this (laughs) thing that you could bounce around, and what you do is you give everybody a dirty player Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And that might have been the case, you know, 20 years ago, but it might not be the case now. But anyway, so we tried to capitalize on maybe some of those people. We set up some times to... uh, just meet at the shop. Meet at the shop, play some Blood Bowl, and anybody who walks up can join and play the game. So we did that the other night, mm-hmm. and um, we had a few people talk to us, uh, a few more people watch us, and then we had actually one guy play a whole game while, um, while you and Alan also played a preseason, a game. preseason game. And um, and this was a guy who had played Warhammer before. Yeah, he said he played 40K and Fantasy. Yeah. And, so he uh, caught on real fast. He yeah, he caught on really fast. He did very well. Um, you know, I wouldn't say that he's ready to uh, take dwarves and uh, run the cage or anything, mm-hmm. but he he understood the concept. And w- what I think is, it's amazing how Blood Bowl we seem to like know everything, but we don't know as much as we think when we start to teach somebody. <laughs> it's actually way harder than you you think. Yeah. You know, because there's so much to it, so many layers. But, I mean, every game's kind of like that. But I don't know. I am always I always struggle with, when I'm teaching somebody Blood Bowl, what do you take out and what do you keep in? You yeah. know what I mean? But this guy caught on that he was, with his Warhammer background, that he could uh, pick up stuff He really could handle quick. skills. <laughs> so, exactly. So, he picked up the block dice really quick. He picked up the assists very quick. Yeah. And uh, so, we had a lot of fun. I mean... Really, he kind of dom- We played orcs versus humans. He pretty much dominated me, except on he kicked the ball out of bounds twice, which allowed me to put the ball in my hands on my catcher and just run as fast as I can up the field. Mm-hmm. 
he'd miss a tackle, I'd dodge away and score. <laughs> and, the only time humans will ever have that. <laughs> right. It was just a unique, you know, circumstance that he stacked the line a little too close. And just don't fall into that trap of, I should play humans more. No, no, no. no that didn't encourage me at all. <laughs> uh, so we have another one of those coming up right before, uh, on, on the upcoming Saturday this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then the following Saturday will be the Warpstone Tour. So, yeah. Should be fun. Should be fun, I think. We've only had one guy sign up early, but I, we have about 10 verbal commitments, I would say. Yeah. Including me and you. And it was very much a last minute thing, so we're not, you know, we well, don't know what's coming. For a three round tournament, I don't expect the Texas guys to travel no. up or anything like that, but I can't blame them either. No, so. no real trophies, no real. Well, there anything. is real trophies. I'm looking at them. Did we? Yeah, remember I bought the when I bought no, the league trophies. I, I bought, forgot. Oh yeah, I yeah. bought first, second, third, and okay. then um, you know if we have fifteen people there, I'm gonna have some other awards for mm-hmm. you know casualties and stuff like that. We might do something like gift certificates at the store or something. That'd be good. We'll see. We'll kind of base it on how many people actually show up first. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited because it's gonna be with random mutations. Do you know what you're gonna take? I think I'm taking Skaven. Skaven. I haven't played them in a tournament yet. I think I might take Underworld, but <laughs> I might be the only guy milking the idea of, you don't have to have a painted team, because mine are still silver. Yeah, that's fine. But so we have rings for. That's true. And I, I just want something that feels like they would want to be at the Warpstone Cup to get mutations. Mm-hmm. So like Skaven fits. Yeah. And I thought Underworld might fit that. That, that makes thing. sense. So... So we have on store for the actual podcast. This might be our longest opening. It's pretty long. That's all right. Might people, cut it down. People people like us. Nah, they don't want to hear about us. No, I'll they do. They down. love us. So it's going to be opening, then this. They won't even know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. You tell us what we got on store. Dude. You, you wrote it down. I don't know which order we're going. Oh, okay. Uh, I was trying to like involve you. I'm involved. Welcome to the Scott Prime Podcast. With me is my sidekick, Kilowaki. Really? You, you sidekick? Be, you can be, <laughs> you have all the equipment. I look over the $200 of equipment I just bought. So I'm like Howard Stern and you're my Robin. <laughs> you should see That's the weird. face. Batman yes, and Robin, was... Howard Stern and Robin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So in our first segment, we are actually going to keep with the uh, World Cup theme. We're going to... Have some fun. We thought of like star player creations. Star player creations based off like some World Cup players. And yeah. Just eh, see what we come up with. Have some fun with it. It's been a while since we kind of made up some star players. And sure. We'll try to be as fluffy as we can with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the second segment, we're going to talk about some. I guess it's really league fluff in our league. We have uh, recreating a team. Is I yeah. guess how I'll word this. Um, We'll explain more during this segment, but uh, Steve has decided to recreate a team and kind of refranchise it, but we'll get to that in our second segment. And then for the third segment, we are going to actually review Blood Bowl Team Manager Foul Play. Sounds good. I'm, a, I'm very excited. Yeah. All right. Anything okay. else? Nothing I can think of. All right. Then let's take a break. I need to go pee, and we'll be back. You want me to record that while you go? You want to record Just take me the microphone me? with you. Yeah, you would not let me do that on the no, air, would you? No, I like our listeners more than that. That would be a first. No, no Blood Bowl podcast is done like peeing live. Wow, on the podcast. Okay, we're ending this now. <laughs> we'll be right back. 
Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. We're back with Star Player Creation, the World Cup Edition. Yeah. Okay. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I think you should go first. Because uh, we've had a lot of talk on, on the Twitter <laughs> okay, and on the emails about how they miss your voice. I don't think anyone said that. <laughs> pretty pretty sure. All right. Um, U.S. or Uruguay? Ooh. Those are your two teams you picked? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm curious, because, like, in the old world... You can probably figure out which one's which, I mean... See, I kind of built mine a little bit wrong here, because now that you mentioned this, you said U.S. or Uruguay, if I would have thought about it, I would have, like, oh, one's located in Lustria, and one's located in Nagareth. Okay. But I didn't even think about that I for mine. didn't really think about oh, that Oh, okay. I, just... oh, I thought you were like a step ahead of me on like the fluff aspect of it. Like sure. Where like the USA sits versus in Nagareth sits in the old world. Okay. So you didn't do that either. So. No. I just... So instead of talking about this, I should have just modified mine before talking about it. Then you'd look smart. Then I'd look smart. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not smart. So okay. go with USA. Okay. Well, for the USA... I had to pick Tim Howard, of course. What? What? I thought you were going to pick the Josie Altendorf. <laughs> a snotling. I hurt myself down. Is he coming back? That was, no. That was, that was my gimmick, is that he, he misses next games. His only skill is game. miss next game. Right. No, going with the keeper for the USA. Mr. Howard. Mr. Howard, Secretary of Defense, as he was put onto Wikipedia. Are you serious? Yeah. They changed the Secretary of Defense's Wikipedia page to him. That's awesome. After his game where he saved 16 times. Awesome. But, uh, so. Okay, so let's. I, uh. Did you pick a race? Yeah, I made him a Skaven. Okay. Because how his speed and fast and just kind of, uh. Can't, bef- before we go any further. Mm-hmm. Can I ask how you thought of these players? Did you think of them as actual Football or so- football or soccer players set in the old world or as Blood Bowl players? Meaning, like, there's both. no keepers in yeah. Blood Bowl. So, would he be a defenseman? Would he well, be a... Yeah, exactly. That, that's yeah. what I'm asking. So, for him, you know, he comes with a loner. I gave him pass block, pro, sure hands, diving catch, diving tackle, and extra arms. Okay. So, comes in... Including the negatrate, about 150 or so, somewhere around there. Okay. Just seven three three seven, based on if a regular lineman. Um, but yeah, so since he's a keeper, we don't have keepers. I figured he's your deep defense guy. That's why he has the pass block. That's why he has the diving tackle. And then if he does get the ball away, he's got a better chance of picking it up and getting it out there. Okay. And I thought about giving him two heads. But if he had two heads, then he would have stopped that score against Belgium. <laughs> That's right, he would have. <laughs> and he can't, he can't, he can't win the game by yourself. So as much as you try. What did you give him for his stats? Seven three three seven. Okay. Nothing different than just a regular line rat. 
Okay. But I liked it because that way he can, you know, get a lot of interference and you know, be your defense guy and just kind of sit back there. He doesn't have anything good enough to be up front, <clears throat> but good enough to be in the back and just really cause a mess of a headache. Awesome. I like it. Me too. So, so Tim Howard, did you change his name any? No. No, should have. I didn't do that either. Scrim. Because I didn't want to. Howard? What's bad is, is like, I didn't want to, like, change the name and, like, have somebody in another country listen to this and be, like, mad at me for, like, why do you call him so-and-so? But I'm going to probably pronounce their names wrong, and they're still going <laughs> to be mad at me. That is a good possibility, yes. So if you are listening over in Europe or wherever else across the world, we don't mean to mess these names up. We just can't say it. Yeah, we're just Americans. Yeah, we're just American. You should know that. Yeah, we're just fat. But I think at 150, he's usable. He's annoying. Yeah. So you went kind of like mid-range star player. Yeah. I didn't do like a overpowering or <clears throat> worthless or anything. I went like crazy. Super duper? High-end. Oh, okay. 200K plus. No, both of mine are cheap. Okay. So that's good. What's your first one? Okay. Um... So, I went with Miroslav Klosa. Klosa. Because, you know, for the last, it feels like the last 20 years I've watched him play. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's been 16 years or whatever. Yeah, either way. <clears throat> watched him play on the World Cup level. Um, you know, while I'm a, a big, big, big World Cup fan, I do not watch MLS soccer. I don't go down to the local high schools and watch the games. So I do, but just the girls. Right. <laughs> Uh, we yeah. actually do have a uh, professional soccer league, uh, team now. We do. We have the Oklahoma City uh, Energy. Energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my brother-in-law actually coaches for a college here. So, you know, soccer is kind of in my family, but I don't watch all the England Premier Leagues mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I, I mean, I would if they're on, but I don't. I don't go super crazy. So sure. just because I watch World Cup, don't start tweeting me and start going, hey, did you see that <laughs> game? Because I probably didn't. Um, but I, I do love World Cup soccer. I love all the nationality behind it and the passion and everything uh so i, I chose miroslav close up because i thought it was awesome to see a guy break this you know goal record in the world cup yeah and um which is actually saying a lot because you know you thought maybe some guy that played 40 years ago like pele or somebody would have already had that and be one of those records that you'd never see broken mm-hmm. type deal you know but i guess not i guess probably different game back then too um so you know i I went the route of, like, he's a dominant player, so, you know, he's going to stay on the field. He's not going to get hurt. He's going to be there for many, many years. He'll be there in the in the game. So undead? <clears throat> no, I didn't, I didn't go undead, <laughs> believe it or not. And I, I'm torn which direction to go. My, my plight was to, like, <laughs> here, here I go. I might offend, I don't know. Germany seemed very confident in this, not cocky, so I don't want that to come right. across that way, but very confident in this World Cup, like they were on a mission. Yeah. And so I see this either as, it's really easy to say human blitzer, okay, or a high elf blitzer maybe. And I think I like the high elf feel to it, you mm-hmm. know, uh, the way I see the high elves is, you know, taller, thinner, athletic kind of guys. Um, so... Miroslav Closer is a, you know, I really want to lean towards the high elf blitzer side. Uh, seven movement, 
uh, four strength, four agility, uh, eight movement. Uh, he has block, stand firm, leap, nerves of steel, sidestep. And my idea was is that he is a guy who can be in the thick of it. You're not going to move him for position wise because, you know, closest. <laughs> My memories of him is scoring and being in the right spot at the right time to mm-hmm. to get the goal. So you're not going to push this guy out of the way to get what you want off, you know, offensively or defensively. You know, he has leaps. That way, he could be in the right place at the right time if he needed to. He has nerves of steel if he needs to pick up that score or receive the ball in traffic, and he has yeah. sidestep to kind of reposition himself where he needs to be to just break to away the next break turn away and... or score. Hmm. Um, that's a lot on his, uh, his plate, and of course, that's a great player. Yeah, <laughs> block step firmly, <laughs> nerves of steel, sidestep, uh, and four strength. But that's how I had him. I figured if he was and the loner. alt, uh, obviously he'd have loner. Okay, well, I mean, could make it where he doesn't. Uh, I don't have, you know, I, I, I just assume they had loner because they're star players. Yeah. And um, I have an asterisk here that, you know, all these guys that we, we create should have kick since they're <laughs> soccer players. But <laughs> he doesn't have to have kick. But I guess if he had room for it, we could put kick on there. Yeah. Um, so that, that's Miroslav Klosa. How I have him built as like a dominant player, he would be 200k easily plus probably yeah. 270. Isn't Zara 275 ish? 270. 270. That thing's five. Oh, that's right. Duh. Wow. In that probably Zara type range, maybe okay. maybe a little bit more because he's he's pretty dang good. Yeah. Um. So, what's your thoughts? I like it. I mean, it does seem to fit the person. I like the uh, nerves of steel because it does allow him to be in the fray, get the ball, and just do whatever he needs to. Right. So. That that was my thought is, like, this guy could be somehow surrounded and you could throw the ball to him. And, and if he, he wanted to, out and... he can leap out. Or if there was mm-hmm. a turn, he could get hit and sidestep his way and find the... I think find, that's a good way of representing it because I was trying to think, you know... He kind of, I fell into the whole idea of giving him pass to represent kicking the ball. Uh huh. But I think that's better is just running it in. Right. And like I said, I, I, I toyed between, you know, is he a human blitzer? You know, because I think some of the, you know. I think high elf works. Germans high look el- like elves. <clears throat> high elf works, and that's where I want to go. But there's a side of me who, like from the Warhead. Warhammer fantasy role playing games. There's so many of those names in the old text mm-hmm. and stuff that have that middle European those names and stuff, and so can be in German. I'll, you know that yeah. that fits that. But anyways, there you go. It works. So we're, we're gonna go with High Elf. Though. Okay, I like that. All right. So you have another one, right? I'm gonna save it. What's your second one? I'm going uh, last. See, I. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to tell you my original idea. There's a reason why I wanted you to actually go first here. But you don't have to since you're going to save it. I did go first. I'm also going to go last. First in the round two <laughs> oh, <okay>. of players. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, we probably saved the fun one for last. <laughs> well, it, it, I, <laughs> I'm going to tell you both versions of mine because I made two versions up on purpose. Because when we... <laughs> When we first talked about this, I thought you were going a different direction with your second, your mm-hmm. other guy, and so I didn't want to copy you. Basically, okay. Do you want so, me to go first then? 
Is it going to make more sense if I go first then? No, no, I'll just okay. let, let, let it be. People are smart enough to figure it out. They're just listening to us anyways while they're painting and yeah, trying to care. seduce their wife to bed, you know. Get on it. Like, hey, baby. Get down on it. Yeah. Mr. Get down on yeah, it. Yeah, Jeremy. No, Jeremy, don't do that. Below the belt. There you go, buddy. That's going to get you in the sack. Why is she wearing a belt to bed? That's what she does, man. It's weird. Don't, don't mess up. I'm trying to give him advice. Okay. Right now through okay. the podcast. Go for it. Big sexy put down that orange. <laughs> See, I'm helping. Him, I'm helping everybody uh, out. Sure. You know? Okay. All right. So let's. Um, for my first option, or actually, when we decided to do the star players, this is the very first guy I thought of. Okay. Um, closer was the second guy. So he came in a close a second. Close a second. <laughs> um, I'm not going to pronounce his name correctly because it looks like one thing, and I think it's pronounced another thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's known as Robin for the the Netherlands. Okay. Aaron. I guess it's Aaron, or it's A-R-G-E-N, Aaron Robin. Okay. I think is how they pronounce yeah. it, but I'm not 100% sure, so don't beat me up. Um, when I first, uh, initially, that guy, you know, he's got the shaved bald head just like I do. Of course, he's more in shape, and he, he okay. actually—you you get what I'm saying. So he looks—he looks like a tough. <laughs> he's gonna kick my ass if he ever hears this podcast. But if he hears my podcast and he comes beats me up, we should, in theory, become more popular. That would be awesome. So, anyways, every time I saw him play, he looks like a little sweaty, fast. He's a great player, by yeah. the way. A Dobby from like. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. Odd. Okay, you okay, get what I'm saying? Because yeah. he's like, he has no body hair. I can see And he's that. sweaty, and he's like, ugh, slippery, and he's like really awesome, and he's quick. So my first initial thought was Goblin. And he's not, he might not even be a green goblin like the traditional ones. He yeah. might be one of those weird colored goblins like an orange one. <laughs> okay? So my first version of Aaron Robin is uh, a goblin who, in this is how I perceive him playing soccer or football is like kicking open space. That guy's super fast. He's going to get there. He's going to figure out a way to beat you to the ball. You try to stop him. He's going to maneuver around you. So he's a goblin with movement plus two. So he moves eight. Um, he's pretty tough. He's a tough little bastard. Um, you know, he likes to fake falls and get PKs and help his team win. But so, also a goblin tactic, I might add. So he has a strength plus one to keep him on the field. Uh, yeah, AG3 and uh, uh, AV7. He has stunty. And the reason why I wanted him to be a goblin so bad is so he could keep that stunty and be the slippery guy that slips through all mm-hmm. his defensive. I almost wanted to give him titchy, but I didn't want to like add an extra noise skill. I didn't want to make him a snotling because right. then I'd have to go, he has a strength plus two because he's tough, but he has a five armor or yeah. whatever. Uh, so he has stunty, dodge, sprint, sure feet, and fend. Jeez. So when this guy's off to the races, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. I also have an asterisk that says he should have kick, but I didn't put that on there. So this is my first incarnation of Aaron Robin. That I wanted to do, but I think you were telling me that your second guy might be a goblin, mm-hmm. which I was shocked you were going to go that direction race-wise. <laughs> so I also said that, you know, he could be a little, like, 
skink, okay. which would be the same thing. If that I, I, works very well, yeah. But instead of having the MA plus two, he would have the strength plus one. Yeah. He would have the movement plus one. That way he's hmm. not a one-turn scorer, but he's yeah. still off and fast to the races. Okay. I didn't really want us to double up on, I mean, there's 20-something races, and we would have yeah. to actually double up on our thoughts but i really wanted to get my original idea out there and my second idea would be he could be a little slippery skink yeah and that would make sense too because he's all wet so like he's <laughs> amphibious and he's always in the water and slinking yeah. around like like a salamander or something okay. but that that's my and then he could still be orange because i like, I like him being orange for okay. some reason um so yes he could be a skink with um that naturally come with eight so that he would have a nine movement three strength Three agility, seven armor, stunty, dodge, sprint, sure feet, and fend. What you think? I think I would probably take out one of the the strength and give it to armor. Because they do go down easy, but just not getting hurt as much. Maybe give them jump up. I can but, see that. I mean, I can see that. It's just quibbling well, at my this point. My problem with I like get- it, though. I thought about jump up, and here's why I couldn't do it. Hmm. <laughs> what happens in World Cup play or any soccer matchup where they get fouled? They stay down forever like you <laughs> shot them with a shotgun. That is true. Even when the ref doesn't give them the call, mm-hmm. they don't just hop up. I'm down. Now, I'm I know down. they have to give Look it the, the cell, Yeah. so maybe the ref will give them the call later. I, I understand the strategy behind it. But the old football, American football guy says, rub sure. some dirt in it, stand yeah. up and play. You know. Okay. That makes but sense. anyways, that's why I couldn't give either guy a jump up. <laughs> that's a very good reason. <laughs> All right. Who is your last guy? <laughs> Let me give you a hint. Okay. It's a new type of goblin uh, secret weapon character called Ooh, a yeah. goblin daywalker. So he's a goblin ginger? He's Luis Suarez. Yes. So, the infamous biter of Uruguay. Uh-huh. Um, I kind of modified just a secret weapon, you know. Okay. So, he's got 7337. 7337, three, okay. So, he's So, he's a good, little faster. Good for a goblin. A little bit faster, a little bit stronger, you know, all that stuff. Okay. Um, so, instead of, like, having a chainsaw or ball and chain or anything like that, He's got a modified version of Bloodlust. Okay. So if you roll Bloodlust, then, you know, regular, you roll a one. Uh huh. Then he has to go and bite an opposing character. Okay. Does any of them, just like regular Bloodlust. <laughs> okay. But not but his own character. Not his opposing. own character. An opposing character. He has to. Has to. Okay. And he does it like a stab. So, you know, <laughs> okay. that's where the secret weapon comes in because he's got his fangs. Okay. He bites them. And every single time he can be caught by the ref. So you got to. So the punishment is is he has this, but if he bites and it's doubles, mm-hmm. he gets caught by the ref. Exactly. So okay. what other skills does he have? Obviously loner. Okay. Um, like I said, he's got the modified bloodlust. He's got dirty player, mm-hmm. sneaky get. Okay. Both of those working together with the that piling on. Okay. Because he seems like the type of guy that if you're down, no one's looking. He's going to throw an elbow. Sure. And fend. Not because he doesn't want you to follow up, but because you don't want to follow up when you hit him. <laughs> <laughs> you know better. You're like, I'm just going to push him back and not be next to him so he doesn't bite me. Oh, no money blow? 
This no. Guy, I, I kind of want him to have Mighty Blow, but I get yeah. He's sneaky. He's not overly powerful. He's okay. just like, oh, hey, how's it going? I'm chomping your neck. <laughs> and all of that with the you know paying for the nega traits and everything, it's about 120. Okay. <laughs> so this is not the race I thought you were going to pick for him. You were thinking vampire? I thought it was going to be some type of vampire or like a thrall that's kind of like acts oh. like the vampire. Yeah. But bravo. <laughs> Thank you. Bravo on the secret weapon of that he has to bite an opposing player. And every single time, it could be a thrown out. <laughs> and the fin is actually for the other player. <laughs> yes. I like that. Get the hell away from me. No, I just want to be friends. Get away. <laughs> bravo. So he doesn't have stunty or anything like that. So he's not really, like, he's a daywalker. He's a vampire. He's more like a hobgoblin then. If he didn't have Stunty, right? And that would be yeah, fine. Cause then I can he see could, that. Then he could play with the Chaos Dwarves or the... Sure. Yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of cool. Okay. Like a hobgoblin who's been bitten by a vampire. <laughs> yeah, he could. <laughs> Races. He could play with the vampires, the Chaos Dwarves, and the goblins. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> and he's cheap. 120. Allows you to buy a lot of bribes. Because <laughs> you might need them. I can see this like goblin thing with these big kind of mangled fake teeth in his mouth. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I like it. Push a button and the fangs just come down. Yeah, and every time he gets called out, he'll, he'll argue with the ref. What? I didn't do it. No, we were just fighting for position, and his I, shoulder came inside my mouth. I fell, <clears throat> and I just happened I, to I fall. Felt, I fell first. I fell into him, and we just this is what normally happens on the on yeah. the blood bowl field. Just it's one of the regular things. I I don't even know what you guys are griping about. <laughs> so I kind of want to put him in a tournament. <laughs> hmm. He's stupid, but he's fun. He's, he might know Spiky Norman. That is true. He really might know Spiky Norman. <laughs> and I'm sure he might even have family and they could all play. That is true. I mean, even like Suarez, like Smith in like Spanish. So there's probably Close, a lot of yeah. them. There's probably a lot of them. Sorry, racist, but sure. Racist? Would it be racist to say like there's a lot of Smiths in America? Oh, look, it's a white guy. He's named Smith. That's racist. I didn't mean it was a white guy. I meant just like it's know, a common name for like Spanish. For white people. Smith. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. That's fine. It's okay. I accept your racism. Both down. Bringing you some racism. One step Fantasy. closer to world dominance? That's not what I want to say. We don't want to dominate the world <laughs> with racism. I, I, Global tolerance. How would I have How would I have talked about this and got my meaning across to you without sounding racist then? You don't. I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. <laughs> okay, I mean, so there's no, there's no, there's no winning. There's no winning. No. Jeremy. Jeremy. Not down there. A little up. A little up. There you go. The ABCs. Do it twice. See, we're helping people uh, out in the bedroom. If you need additional love advice, please contact Scott at Fat Finley on Twitter. That's right. All right, well, we'll go ahead and wrap this up and come back with... Rebooting a team in the Dragonfire Blood Bowl League. There we go. That's a good name. That is up next. Okay. On both down. I am Count Valdemar Valderrama, and 
you are listening to Birth Down with Steve and Scott. <laughs> All right, we're back, and we're going to talk about some Blood Bowl League. I guess we're calling this League Fluff. It's Is our, it? It's kind it's of like it's part of our league, and yeah. it's like an outside house rule, so it is kind of like our fluff, right? Fluff rules. I mean, it's to keep... Here's what we got here. So, unless you wanted to go ahead and explain this. Um, I wanted to bring back a team, but not really. Okay. So, in our league, the Dragonfire Blood Bowl League, and we're about to actually start Season 9, so it's actually been a league for a while, and um, we have a process where you create a team using uh, 1 million credits, just like every other team. You automatically get 5 fan factor, Mm -hmm. and then you start the preseason and season and everything else, and you can build up your team over time. <clears throat> you know, we play eight game seasons. Right. And there's extra playoffs, and then there's a uh, like a lower tier tournament and everything else. Anyways, so it's it, a season. It could be anywhere from eight to ten, twelve games. Right. And in the process, this situation, I played my Campbell Claymores mm-hmm. twice. Well, I played them up until they won the championship, then took some time off. Then I came back to try them again. Be like, I wonder how easy it'd be to win. And it was pretty easy. So I didn't want to bring them back completely because they won the championship twice. Um, but I did want to bring back Action Jackson or Action Jackson. Your star player. My main guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. He, he's sitting at 144 points. So I wanted to bring him back to get him star player status. Right. And in our league, just so everybody knows, if you haven't listened to every episode of Both Down, you should. But until then, in our league, if you win the league – you take off a season. You mm-hmm. go tour the old world. You go play other games or scrimmages or whatever you do in the old world. I always thought about it as you promoted to the higher league. Promoted to the higher league. Yeah. You, that's how you see it. I see them as going <laughs> right. around parading and, you know. Steve you, looks at us. You see the league as the premier league. Like, this is what everybody wants to be. And I right. see us as like a C league where eh, it's not bad for what it is. E- either way is fine. <laughs> <laughs> either way is fine. Um so we also have the uh, lowest place team. If you're not a tier three team, they also take off a season and rethink. Hey, do you want to play Blood Bowl or do you want to come back or whatever? Or they get downgraded to a lower league or something. Right. Yeah. So that's what we do in our league, and it keeps things fresh because no matter what, if we have, I mean, last season we had 16 teams, but even if everybody brought back the same teams, there would there would be at least a flux of two teams. Yeah. You know, uh, two different teams coming into the league. Okay, so we also have a process that we started about, what, four seasons ago, and I think... Yeah, something like that. You were the first to use this as well. Uh, we have two processes, because um, we'd like to... <clears throat> I like to think of this as like when franchises move, or maybe they go away. Like, if you go look back... <laughs> the Blood Bowl universe, to me, reminds me of... Kind of like what I guess European soccer is with all these different clubs and stuff. Yeah. 
And at the same time, we want to keep the history and stuff. So, like, when I look back at, like, old baseball teams that were around for, like, two years and then they moved to another city. Or, mm-hmm. they, or they disbanded for three years and then they came back. That's how I kind of see these Blood Bowl teams. So, Cleveland Browns, who got disbanded, moved to another city, and then a new franchise called the Cleveland Browns right. showed up. And- so, what we have, we keep all our history. We keep we try to keep everything established. Um if somebody took a took a couple seasons off and maybe they wanted to we have a process called rebooting a team and that's where you keep all your league history you keep your you know city name mascot name uh most of the time we in the fluff we say you rename the coach or rehire a new coach mm-hmm. not a not the player not not Steve but he would maybe give a guy it can a, be it just it, depends well it could be it hasn't happened yet but there's been talk about handing over a team to mm-hmm. somebody else um so you just start off the team with one million, and um, all the players that were on that previous team, they get cut. They go to our free agency, which we've talked about, I think, a couple times. A couple times in the last probably even six months, even eh, it might be a little bit longer. But anyways, we've talked about free agency before in our yeah. league. So all the players go to free agency. The team starts over at one uh, uh, one million, and they start, they get the free five fan factor to start off. They got a mm-hmm. new fan base. Everybody's really encouraged. They're ready to go. Um, this would also be a time if a franchise moved, like you were talking about, the Cleveland Browns are moving to a new city, yeah. you could you could choose this direction. Mm-hmm. We also have a process called, that, that, that one was called re- rebooting a team. The other process is called rebuilding a team. Uh, and in our league, I know there's some leagues out there, I know the Trouble League up in Tulsa, talking to those guys, almost every team built up to $2 million and they stayed over $2 million. Yeah. Um, so they had a ton of you know high skilled guys. Most of the time in our league, if you notice, and Steve does because he plays, uh, we don't have too many teams over two million. No, typically once they hit that point, they're going to win, or you're really sick of playing them for like three seasons, not winning. So you take some time off. Right. A lot of our guys keep, I would say, keep most of their budgets around one point nine to one seven in yeah. that area. Um, that's just how we've always been, and everybody kind of plays that way. Yeah, and we also like to take to new teams each year if we can. That's cu- we, at most, we like to give a couple of years, unless you're Allen and you want to bring back the the vampires for five years or something. Yeah, yeah. In our league, it's main. You know, we're almost on season nine, and Allen is is it nine or six seasons that he's played the same team? It might be six, maybe seven. Did you bring him in the second season? Did he have him the very first season? That's no, the he didn't play the first season. Okay, the first season he played, did he play with them? I think so. Then, then I think they made it almost seven then, seasons. Did he make them? Did he take a week off? He might have taken one year off. One year off. Eh, nobody cares. He's played at least six seasons sure. with the same team. Yeah. And that's the longest in our league. That's the main Definitely. Thing. So we have a rebuilding a team process where this is where, like, if you wanted to move franchises, you could. You met. Maybe you move from Reekland to um, uh, Altadorf or some other mm-hmm. fictional city. Or this is a reason to move the team, change the mascot, but keep some of those players. You know, you still want to keep your Peyton Mannings and everything It allows else. you to definitely keep some players instead of leaving it all up to chance. Right. Uh, so you get to start your team uh, rebuilding them. And obviously you have to be valued over 1.45. Yeah. Uh, to do this process, and you've had to at least taken off at least one season, kind of to show in the fluff that they've rebuilt the team and mm-hmm. stuff. So, uh, S- Steve's done this with the 
Ganunga Gap Giants. Ganunga Gap Giants, which I can't say. Yeah, they they were a chaos team that got very high value, had some really good players, but they sucked. And Steve was tired of that. So he was like, I want to bring them back, but I think I want to rebuild them. And I was like, well, then let's try this process. And it worked a little bit better, but they still are chaos and they still sucked. So so what you do in this process, like I said, you get $1,400,000. 1.45 million to build your team. Mm-hmm. You can hire as many of those old players as you want. Then you cut the rest of the people, and then you can hire rookie players to, you know. So or this, go to the free agent list and get some or people Or go to the free there. agency yeah. and do that, too. And then your fan factor would start over at five, which mm-hmm. is like the default in our league. And I, I like that just because it gives you a place to kind of fluctuate down. Or oh, up. and also we don't buy fan factor. Period. Well, that's true. It's not an option. Yeah. So it's just it's just like if you're a new team coming into a season, then you're going to have some fans automatically because you're in the new team. Mm-hmm. And then if you do well, they go up. If you do poorly, they leave you. Right. Exactly. Um, so Steve has decided to take his two, <clears throat> the only team that's won their league twice. Yep. The Campbell Claymores. Yep. After his own namesake, um, he's won it all. He's now want, trying to go for a different challenge, I guess, with the team. Is that the cool? team was? What, what's I your like, fluff behind? I this? like playing Norse, but okay. I didn't want to bring the team back because it was just too easy last time. So and you, I, do, I know that sounds dickish to say, like I'm not giving anyone credit, but I did not have a tough game that whole season. It was. I was dominated. <laughs> For everybody else out there who's going like Norse, they're not. They're okay, but they're no, not. I have great. magical Norse. <laughs> His armor doesn't break. No, I played against that team for four seasons, and they don't break. The first two seasons I played, I had one person take a stat reduction, it's and nobody amazing. die. That's just amazing. Yeah. It, so. Not wanting to bring them back completely, but wanting to um, he bring loves back Action Jackson. He loves Action Jackson. Well, that's the real pronunciation, yeah. but most of the time we end up saying Action Jackson. Sure, uh, he's he was one of the main star players to begin with. He's one that everybody wanted to kill the first season and the second season. We still want to kill him. Gary thought he killed him one time and got real happy until he <laughs> realized I he was using Roman numerals. So he killed 11, not number two. Um, so, and everyone said that I always, we kind of played it that he was the showboat of the team. And the last time I played, I was going for record for touchdowns. And I did, you know, kind of showboat with him and give it to him. And Kind of? You well, feed the ball to Their playbook says, give the ball to Jackson. Well, he also the is the best player. So he's a seven three four seven runner, and he's got block, dauntless, diving tackle, catch, dodge, and sprint. All right. So I mean, he why would I not give the ball to him? A blodger, yeah. Well, I think going back to this, I think he's like the first blodger we. I, he's first, either first or second. Him first Sears. memorable is either blodger. Him or Sears. No, yeah. well, Sears actually didn't get blocked until his final. Oh, okay. Final skill when he became a legendary player. Okay, then yeah. So, from my memory, mm-hmm. he is the, the first significant, oh, crap, we did this <laughs> randomly. He's just, he's now got blocked dodge. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And this was back before, this is back when we did the uh, general skill category on a random 14. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually had a 14-sided die. So, 
that option of picking the pick six and trying to get some tackle was very hard. Mm-hmm, it was. So, you know, he's a product of the early generation of our Helps that he came with block. But, well, it helps he came with block. <laughs> but still, I mean, that's why we've hated him, and mm-hmm. that's why he's been so good for so long, because he was part of that early generation in yeah. the league. And when I played him last, I had two four-agility runners and one five-strength lineman and – it was just a great team. But I decided just to remake it with just bringing back action and uh, my ice troll, Snore Hin Gamli, who's 5519 with Loner Claws, Deserving Presence, Frenzy, Wild Animal, Break Tackle, Stand Firm, and Guard. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's, he's really good. <laughs> and he's a 64 star player points, so he's about to get better. Hopefully. Yeah, he's getting there. Give him some mighty blow to go with that. So you try you've decided to rebuild the team and yeah. re and in a sense the Campbell in, Clayboys are Clam, Campbell Claymores are no more currently. In the fluff, he decided that, you know, since he was the star player, he bought a controlling interest of the Claymores and disbanded them and moved them to his own town of Jacksonville. Mm, nice, I like that. Yeah, and now they're the Axemen. Nice. Kind of take off Jacksonville Axemen, which is like a team somewhere in Jacksonville for something. Oh, okay. well, I don't know, X- it just sounded good. Axemen fit. Yeah, and it kept with the weapon theme. Well, I remember when you play, first started playing Fumble, I think you had the Claymore Axes. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe that was part of the It was part making. of the, yeah. So. When I saw that, I was like, oh, that kind of ties back into one of my first Fumble teams, so... So, Jackson is a cocky bastard who mm-hmm. has lots of money and fame, and he's just set on it. And he's like, you know what? I can do this on my own. And oh, I don't yeah. need anything. And so, he's the coach. And so now he takes the team. He's the owner, player, coach. Wow. So he's like a, a Vorbash for a Vorbash Beast Lover for the Oklahoma Ginger Badgers. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Because he was a player coach too. Was he the owner? Well, pretty much, because it was a tribe. It was a little bit uh, different. I, I never claimed that he had money like you do. Okay. <laughs> no. uh, after I won my first championship, I went through and painted all my guys' uh, boots gold and gave uh, Thorsten, Thorsten and Bragger, my thrower, I gave him a gold necklace. Ah, you put some blink on I, I blinked them out after they won their first championship to show that they got money. Cool. So but, why did the troll go with him? Let's hear it, Fluff Man. He owes him a life debt. He owes him a life debt. He saved the troll from dying on the field one time by using his dauntless and going up against a mummy who was like going to take him down. So he stand, stood in front of him, took took him down, and saved the troll. All right. So that's why only he left with him. Okay. In reality, because he was just too damn good to lick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, so we wrote the fluff around that. So yeah, that, yeah, I did. <laughs> that's okay. I'm really shocked you didn't take the. Uh, what was your uh, Ulf Runner's name? The bear guy. Oh, Yogi, Yogi Yo- Bearson. Yogi Bearson. I'm shocked because he was like one of your favorite players. He was. I mean, but I didn't want to take Cinder. So I got you. And but yes, Yogi the bear, but he was human. So. Sort of. He's he is a human guy in a bear suit. <laughs> okay. Looks awesome. And then I had a bear that was my other old friend, and he was named Bobo. 
Bobo sucked. And he eventually died, and I was happy with that. Or he got cut. I can't remember which. I think he got minus one to armor. And I he cut got stacked. Yeah, stack. yeah. Um, so then I brought in Cinder, which was a play on my cat and Cindy Bear. So uh, I didn't want to bring them both. And he had guard, but that was really it. I'm not really that good with guard, and he was expensive. So leaving him out fit the fluff better. Okay. So. Well, that's cool. Because I did kind of wonder, you know, if I didn't take fluff into consideration, I would have kept some more people who, like, linemen who had, you know, four star player points or three. That, that's what I was going to talk about, too, is just so uh, people out there, they might say, like, why didn't he just create the whole team over and mm-hmm. just have this player or whatever? The the reason we give these this these names for these things and it's written up in our house rules and spelled out really clearly all the steps you take you know the rebooting and the rebuilding by you could hire free while we even have free agents or why you might keep old players on us because yeah you might have a lineman with five star player points and yeah. like okay so he's he's basically a rookie lineman but he's just one completion away for me exactly up so and I did I have, shocked. like, three or four of them Yeah, on I was the team. shocked you did not keep them and, like, right into the fluff that there was a a big, like, um, a coup or something within the well Claymore's organization. Or did you feel like... That gave too much, that gave too much power to the other players. Because the fluff is still being created in my head, kind of. Okay. Because I assume I'll write a post for the forum or something. Um, but in my head, it's really just Jackson showing off what he can do by buying the team and going, everybody else, F off. You, you all keep. Because, you know, they became buddies. I gotcha. And that's why I do not have a thrower, and I do not have another runner. And I will not. You're going no throwers? No throwers, Your no other runners. Your model has not been used for I know. Years. <laughs> he sucked. He was so bad. Your poor throw model. I know. So you're going no run. You're not going to have another runner, no nope. matter what happens. No matter what happens, unless he dies. And if he dies, I don't know what happens. Well, if he dies, I'm sure you're going to stop playing him, and you're going to say that they moved back to Campbell. Well, I don't know. It might. <laughs> but, yeah, for right now, his goal is to become a star player and get that last skill. Well, I'm kind of envious of you because... Because I'm awesome. No, well, because yeah. you're awesome is why I'm envious go. of you. Because since we have these processes of rebuilding and rebooting a team in our league, I always, one, we did it because people were asking, like, can I keep this player but get rid of everybody else and everything? So this is the rules we came up with. But I always wanted, like, our first season, I came from the background of playing in second edition where you took already established named teams. Mm -hmm. Dwarf Giants, Reekland Reavers, everything like that. And our first Dragonfire Blood Bowl that we had our championship was between the Oakland Raiders and the Dwarf Giants. And while that didn't bother me, and it's weird that it doesn't bug me, but it kind of bugs me just a little bit now that everybody's been so creative and coming up with their own, mm-hmm. both that approved teams. And I always thought it'd be cool to take my favorite player from that Dwarf Giants team, Naylor Goldhart, and have him kind of do exactly what you're doing, but not in like a cocky way. Like, <laughs> just say maybe the Dwarf Giants franchise moved on to, I don't know, maybe another city because it's yeah. just represented by Dwarf Giants. And then, so he, or he goes on to another city and they say, hey, you're a legend. Let's start up a new team or something. But that way I could kind of close out my 
fluff and desire, my love for second edition yeah. and move it on but keep a player. That makes that sense. Make sense. Naylor Blackheart? Naylor Goldheart. Goldheart. As I say, <laughs> you could just have him join another team you have. <laughs> the Blackhearts? Yeah. Wow, that's actually a, I could actually take a dwarf on that team, cut him. And then just say, say that he changed his name. Say that that was his his model is <laughs> that little chaos dwarf I have in the Black Arts. But so I am kind of envious of you because you're doing pretty much exactly what I wanted to do. But I was going to probably take like a, a small group of five players, mm-hmm. and those were like the players that I created in Second Edition once uh, established players died, right? And then you know move on. So yeah, kind I, of I, envious. I, you kind of get to do this first. I so. really wanted to really look like he was just being a, a show off, right. you know, a total. You know, look what I can do type of guy. So some people in our league mm-hmm. think that you're just greedy for championships. And they, because you're playing next season, you're playing Chaos Dwarves and Norse. Uh, I've never played Chaos Dwarves, even one game. You're, I think you're really going to like them, which is going to also kind of tick me off because, yeah. like, I like to I play. know. I was the first guy to do it. So it's weird in our league, guys, because everybody <laughs> who, like, is the first guy, like, nobody's probably going to touch Wood Elves because our buddy Sarge, I, I'm sorry, Pro Elves. Oh, okay. But everybody feels like Elves no, are I his I will deal. eventually. I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know, but everybody, they kind of skate around to another team for a little while. It took a while for anybody to play Skaven. Because kind of Sarge we've had, had a, a, no, I don't. Know. I can understand what you're saying, but I mean, we've had two or three other Norse teams come in. And I haven't complained. Yeah, and they all suck. Okay, maybe it's just me that <laughs> skates around to different. Yeah, gravitate somewhere else. I try not to play the same team that someone's playing this season, yeah. but I don't really Definitely. give a consideration as to what they played. Previously. That's kind of my like problem. Is like this season I want to play. Because our buddy Brock, who this is now turning into our league, but anyways, Brock, Brock is going to bring back the Wood Elves, mm-hmm. who won the league the time before, and his arch enemy team in, in my fluff is the Ginger Badgers. Mm-hmm. Well, in a lot of ways, I don't want to bring back the Ginger Badgers because another one of our guys is probably going to play Orcs, so mm-hmm. I, I'm in a big dilemma on what to play. But we'll figure it out as it happens. But you're right; two other people have played Norse teams. And done very poorly with them. Well, one guy did. No, make Alan it. did okay. Uh, the armadillos. Oh yeah, so they three made people. It, they made it to the championship, mm-hmm. but they got beat. I keep feeding the Norse they because four, they're pirates. Yeah, well, they're they're pirates, but yeah, they're Norse. Yeah, is their stat line. So they got fourth one season. Mm-hmm. They had second one season. Alan's team did not do so well. They did okay. I think they got the clothes are done. Oh, yeah, yeah. In case anyone heard that. <laughs> and then Brock played them last year. Oh, yeah. I forgot Brock played them. So, yeah, we've had and three. And did not them. do well. So, that's because other people, when their Norse <laughs> fall and hit the ground, they get hurt. So I'm I, really worried about that. <laughs> I hope by having a new name. I'm glad you just didn't say Jackson bought the Clamble Claymores, and nah. now they're just called the, the Jacksonville Claymores, and then that f- history went, and then, nah. like, the magical armor comes, too. Because your guys don't fall for some reason. <laughs> no, they fall. They just don't die. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I hope that changes. The Claymores were the team. I always have to bring it up. That took down your lizards. As you were trying to go to the playoffs. And we're doing very well. The Claymores came in and killed three Sorai. And stat busted a star player. 
Didn't yeah, touch a skink. It was awesome. It was awesome. I destroyed them. It, yes. It was sad. And I didn't have enough money but to buy one Sorai. Or Soros or whatever yeah. it is. And then, yes, it was awful. Killed three. I know. With an apothecary. I think, an apothecary. I think I made the Croxigore miss next game, too. Yeah, that's probably true. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Still went 6-1-1 one, and one with that team. You did. <laughs> but it's I got, a very costly But I got one. fourth place. <laughs> <laughs> or, no, I got third place, I think, that year. But it didn't matter. Um... So, I guess you kind of like the rebuilding <laughs> rules that we have established. Yeah. Uh, I did it previously with the Giants, and it worked pretty well. Um, the just never had a good feel for the chaos. They just never worked out too well. Our, our buddy Alan, the triple nipple, who's sometimes on here, mm-hmm. he he also took one of these options for a dwarf team that he's played a few games. Uh, oh, yeah. He, he started a dwarf team with uh, Death Roller, played the preseason tournaments, decided never to actually bring him full on in the league. Yeah. He decided now that he has a painted dwarf team that he's going to bring them back, or he's going to play dwarves again. And since he already had them established, he went ahead and chose the reboot route. So he actually cut a bunch of pl- every player. And then started rebuilding the team. And then, mm-hmm. then he went into free agency and actually rehired some of those guys. So in the fluff, it was like they said, everybody's cut. If you want to come back and play some Blood Bowl, show up to training camp in mm-hmm. two weeks. And then so these guys went through the process. And he actually hired, I think, nine out of 12 guys, maybe. Eight wow. out of 12 guys. He managed to rehire back. Hmm. And... um and so, yeah, now now the uh, Keldegrim Reapers, the dwarf team, which really fits for an undead team, but doesn't matter. Still a cool name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Keldegrim Reapers are the dwarf teamers coming back into our league as a reboot team. So this is the first rebooted franchise that we've had. Still keeps all the history, but everything else is gone. Yeah. So it's pretty neat. <laughs> Just watch Alan destroy with dwarves. You think so? No, I don't. But, I mean, it would be funny because he has not been able to make it to the playoffs, really. I think our league's interesting because I think... He's the only person that hasn't made it to the finals. What do you mean? He's the only person. We're going to bring... We're going to talk about this? Um, Aside from the new people. He's like one of the old guard. He's the the only old guard. I I would have bet money that his vampires would have made it last year. To give him some credit he has taken lesser teams sometimes. yeah absolutely yeah of course but he has made the playoffs and he's doing well but yeah he just he should have made the playoff with both teams two seasons ago and just random weird games <laughs> like an all-throw-all team beating his vampires it's crazy <laughs> an all-throw-all team and Dude, that's blood bowl man that is so much Blood Bowl. I think it's interesting since we're just talking about our league and yeah. we'll keep doing this. Um, is it just me looking through our league kind of pigeonholed that like some people are like each one of us individually have our own play style? Yeah, absolutely. And You're a cage so, so that favors better with certain teams. Like when Alan plays certain teams, he's a lot better than, mm-hmm. and, you know, Sar- same with our buddy Sarge and everything else. Yeah. So. Okay, I was just curious if that's what you thought too. I couldn't put a 
Couldn't put a name to it, but... Oh, I can't really necessarily either, but every team Steve's going to play, he's going to force pass. <laughs> yeah, I do. So it's going to be very interesting a lot of passes. to see what his hob- this Chaos Dwarf team's going to do. It's going to be interesting to see what this noise team does. Now, you'll still pass with them. I don't have a passer. Yeah, you'll and... start making Jackson the passer. I can see this because every year Maybe. in our league, yeah. Steve has one of the top throwers because we keep stats for the whole league. Mm-hmm. He always has a guy in the top three, no matter what. If not two of his teams mm-hmm. in the top three, because he'll force passes. And sometimes that's I play great the because it'll cost him. He'll throw interceptions or he'll fumble the ball. Yeah. And other times he won't. And what you're never going to find is any of my guys in the top <laughs> passer. No. I thought about like, a top cage. You'd be there. <laughs> I think it'd be funny to take my, take the ogres next season and force passing with the snotling, so I could have a snotling as the top thrower in the league. But that'd be so, okay, here, so freaking hard. I will make you a bet, and I will pay you a hundred dollars if you can complete two passes per game average. Okay, the whole season. Just in general, not with one guy? Right. You're saying it's that hard? Because you've played Ogres through a season. Yeah. It's that the, hard. Those snotlings. I know. That you can't agility. get to the ball. You can't pick up the ball. And you can't throw the ball. This podcast is going to be interesting to see as the season, we finally get to the season in a couple months, how cranky I will be playing this team. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Because it's going to be awful playing ogres especially if like one of them dies randomly and that's gonna happen oh yeah it does so because people know once you get an ogre on the ground kill it mm-hmm. forget the snotlings although those are fun to kill too if you can and if you're a dwarf team or a chaos dwarf we have tackle Cha-ching. yeah i think it's really great that i decided to play ogres you and alan decided to play a team chocked full of tackle that's awesome but I make the schedule, so I'll make sure you guys are in the other division. Well, that's nice. And maybe I want to play you guys. Ah. This is how I do so well. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. We will be... Do you have anything else to say? No, I'm good. All right, so we've talked about our league long enough. If you are interested in these like extra rules that we have for our league, I will gladly send them out to you. And just email us at bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. And it's actually very interesting. It encourages to keep the same teams around, but maybe do something different with them. So if that is not a, you know, if that is a maybe a problem or not a problem with your league, feel free to buzz me and I'll send you the rules. We'll be back with some Blood Bowl Team Manager Foul Play Expansion. Now it's time for a product review of 
Blood Bowl team manager of the card game, Foul Play Expansion. Foul Play Expansion. It's a lot of words. I think I got them all right. I think you did too. Okay, good. So. We have not played this because we just got it. We just got it in time to basically bust it open, look at it, and we'll probably play it. The store said this was supposed to be in yesterday. Yeah, when we were down at the store and we're supposed to be playing it. So, yeah, so we have not got a chance to play this, but we have looked over the rules. Some. Some. And. It looks cool. To be quite frank, every time an expansion comes out, I have to look over the rules because that's the last time I played Blood Bowl the card game. Yeah, pretty much. Now, I will say this. It's a very fun card game, though. It is a fun card game. And it keeps the fluff of the game very well. It's a very well done game because mm-hmm. even at the shop he orders extra copies, not just from me and you, for actually because he <laughs> sells them off the shelf. Yeah, and some of the Magic players really enjoy the game. Probably the hardest thing to do though is to instead of just playing this, we play a game of Blood Bowl, mm-hmm. and that's maybe the biggest knock on it. it I guess probably if I didn't have a Blood Bowl League, I'd play this a lot more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if Blood Bowl had gone away and this was like the only thing you had, you'd be playing a ton of this. And this would be a good thing to have. And you'd probably have a tournament of this and a league. Oh, easily. Yeah, Yeah, it'd be really fun. And every time I get it out and play it, which is rare, I always go, why don't I play this more? And then I'm reminded, well, because I'm playing Blood Bowl. There's also a lot to set up. I mean... Let's not lie to the people. There's a lot of bits and pieces to it. There is. It's a fantasy flight game. They love <laughs> their bits and pieces. They do. But it's it's well done. So let's no, talk it's, about... It's great and it looks great and I always love looking at the star players and stuff. So do you have the rules in front of you? No, you do. I do? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're right here. Yep. So in Foul Play, we get a new faction because, you know, if you've never played Blood Bowl Team Manager before... Uh, they have these little factions that are like allied races together. So, like, it's, I believe it was in the first one, it was like humans, dwarves, and elves yeah. were the faction, while Chaos, Skaven, and Orcs was like a faction. Yeah. And then and in Sudden Death, all that we had the undead teams were a faction. Mm-hmm. Even, the even though elves, it didn't, with the right? Dark Elves, yeah. right. And so, in this Foul Play uh, edition, we get the. Uh, Teams that belong to the Putrid Players Guild (PPG), so they have a, a different backing to them for the little. There's tiny little decks. This is a deck building game mm-hmm. with a lot of Blood Bowl fluff in it. It's and then it has some dice rolling to it. So it's a really fun component. This expansion allows you to it gives you the components, which I think is really awesome, to play five people. Yeah, that was neat. Nice. They just added an extra scoreboard, which really you can just. You take don't ha- score any. You could you take want. score. I, I I understand that, but I think it's neat to add that little yes. component because everybody always plays with those when you bring those out. They think it's the coolest thing. Did it cost more than the last expansion? No, it was the same price. Well, then even better, or at least my price was sure <laughs> free. Maybe I'm just, I'm just implying you steal stuff. Oh, okay. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. It comes with your standard. Uh, you get three team token or. Three team tokens of each to use for the field. It has more of the cheating tokens. Mm-hmm. This time it has the little symbol on it for like penalties. Penalties. So if you get caught, there's a penalty deck, from what I understand. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is really neat, and of course, it's like in the extra rules. You know, if you want to play with these rules, you can. Yeah. Uh, stadiums mm-hmm. and then these cards, and I just love this because they're very fluffy. There's just the. Um, I got a few here in front of me. I, th- I think you have a few over there. Yeah. So, uh, like, there's the the Barak Varbol. So this is, I guess, where, you know, like the the dwarves play, mm-hmm. and it has like it has little symbols and stuff on it. So, like, I guess it's things you cannot do, or or allowed in their stadium. Uh, Og- Ogham Stonefield, which I don't know what kind of field this really is or where it goes, but Bill Bali Har- Harbor. I assuming is elves because it was an old team called the Bilbali Oh, okay. Archers, I believe, and they were an elf team. Nehekara Death Dome, White Wolf Stadium, Grand Gridiron. There's Altadorf Old Bowl, so that one takes place in the heart of Reekland. Spike Magazine Coliseum, even an NAF Stadium. Well, that's so, cool. And there's a few more in here too. So I think it's a. Uh, I think these are really cool additions to, and from what I understand, well, again, we haven't played it, but reading through the rules briefly and stuff, you pass these out at the beginning of the game, so this is like your home field stadium, from what I understand. But we'll, I think they go on the uh, matchups. They so. go on the matchups itself? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. So. Matchup goes in the middle of them. Steve is a better reading comprehension person than I am, so okay. <laughs> he picked that up. Right. Okay. So... Um, I think looking at the components also of the game. It has a referee. It has a little referee, so there's an extra component with a referee. A little, like, foul tokens. We already said that, but there's, like, this getting caught deck from Mm -hmm. the referee. has some neat little cards in there. Um, It's stupid, but I get excited by the... I always look at what star players came with. Yeah. So, um... And if you go back to our interview with... Jay Little. Jay Little. Uh-huh. Um, he talks about how he puts his old players in the star players. Right. And that's what I think is neat. Uh, there's um, faction. Like, this is a faction, so they'll draw off the same star player deck. So you could actually have a cast dwarf playing for mm-hmm. a goblin team and stuff like that. But there's, like, obvious three three or four players that go with the Nurgle, the, the goblins, and the dwarves. But there's, like... Always a couple of extra guys, and I love it that it's, it's you know, people laugh that it's Morg all the time. But, you know, in the fluff, he plays for every team except the undead, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's neat. And then, then we got this guy named Skeezy. He's like this uh, goblin guy. It looks like he cheats a lot. So I think that's kind of neat for just a... Um, they go with like the freebooters. There's a there's more freebooter, and mm-hmm. all the freebooters are artwork wise is represented by ogres, which I find is interesting. This guy's called Doctor Pain. What team does he play for? I don't know. Well, you can kind of let's see what I got here in front of me. I got Ripper. You tell me. He looks like a mad scientist. Okay, you got the Nurgle team in front of you right there. Oh, the so Nurgle? go ahead and name off the Nurgle's oh. extra star players. Yeah, Rothhorn. He's Nurgle. Looks like a beast man. Is it like spelled like Rot Horn? Yeah, Rot Horn. Okay, he... Probably Rot Horn then. Oh. Good point. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Yeah, Rot Horn. Whatever. Uh, Breath Fever. Looks like a Cyclops with a horn and stomach falling out. And then Pus Bubble, who looks like a little disgusting Nurgle. Nurgling demon. 
And uh, finally, Max Spleenripper. Oh, that's cool. So they put him in... He's awesome. Kind of in the Nurgle boat of stuff. It, that, this is what I like. I like seeing these extra star players that we don't have in the book. Uh, for the goblins, we have Scrap a Sorehead, uh, Nabo Blackwart, Fungus the Loon, Bomber Dribble Snot, and Ripper. So nothing... Nothing new there. Nothing really new there. But, but they have a lot of star players, so... You're right. But in the Chaos Dwarves, we got at least one new guy. I know, it looks like two. So we got uh, Hagarth the Unstoppable, Rashnak Backstabber, and a guy named Phobos Vulcan. Phobos Vulcan. See him? He's a little Chaos oh, okay. Dwarf guy. Yeah. And then for uh, Hobgoblin, we got a guy named Lashrik Gitspittle. Hmm. And he's like a... I guess he's a star player because he obviously he's a star player, but like a star player thrower because he has dump off skill. That's cool. Which I don't remember in the old expansions. What dump off? Yeah, they have dump off in the mm-hmm. other expansions. Okay, I think so. If this player would become the ball carrier or drop the ball, you may move the ball to a friendly player at this match. Yeah. Okay. So the last they, one had that. Okay. And they had thick skull before too. Uh, your powers stay active even though you go down or something? When opposing player successfully tackles this player, roll two dice. If you roll two pals, this player does not become downed. I think that's new. Okay. So that one might be new. That's cool. There's also another new little skill here, and I'll, I'll get to this. I know we're just kind of going over this, but I thought it was kind of neat for the goblins. It's called Spree. When played, reveal the top tech, top card of your deck. If... The revealed player has a standing star power of two or less. Commit him to this matchup and immediately resolve his skills. Huh. Otherwise, discard and reveal, discard the revealed card, and this player gains uh, a foul token. That's kind of neat. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. There's Try to get more people on the field, and if you get caught, you get thrown out. There's Stunty, which I'm almost positive is a brand new skill. Uh, during a tackle attempt against this player, this player's star power is equal to the tackling player's star power. Hmm. So that cuts down on you know dice rolling. Yeah. Or how many dice you do roll. So, anyways, there's a couple other new skills too. But until we play it, I don't want to sure. really get into it hardcore. Uh, we also have a new trophy to play for. Ooh! Did you see this? This no. is the uh, Goblin Tribal League. Cool. And. Um, Pretty awesome, and a couple more Spike Magazine things to go for your Spike Magazine deck. And um, That is cool, because that, that deck keeps getting bigger and bigger, so you get different ones every single time you play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in, uh, and I know our weekend's packed already, but I, <laughs> I wish we could get to a point where we could actually pl- play this for... Well, we can probably take it down with us tomorrow. When we, uh, when we try some, to teach people. Teach if, more Blood Bowl. If nobody shows up, you know. That's true. But once again, guys, if you are a fan of the Fantasy Flight games or, I mean, what can you say every time they do one of these things? The artwork's awesome. Yeah, if you like the last ones, you're going to like this one. Yeah. But even not playing it, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just a great game. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm trying to see if there's like anything else that stands out as like being brand new that I don't know of, besides the team's. Oh, disease tokens. That's uh, oh yeah, disease. There's a uh, there's regeneration now as a rule, 
and there's also disease tokens. And from what I understand, some of these players have the spread disease ability. You put these disease tokens, and then they, they start lowering the star player status of other people hmm. at that location. And you really could do it to your. You could hurt yourself from the way I read the rule. Is if um, nobody else is in that location, and you set down another guy, you would disease your own guy. Hmm. So it kind of. I guess makes your diseased guys go off on their own and kind of, you know, yeah, perpetuate the disease area. <laughs> it, and, and you want to send him singly so he can hurt an opposing player, I guess is what I'm getting at. It's a nice new strategy. Right. And, and that's the cool thing about the game, too, is every team has its own distinct strategy of how to do things. So far, totally. Yeah. yeah so that's another thing I'm kind of very interested in. And I'm a Castor fan, so I'm like, ready to see how these guys work <laughs> actually i like this, this all the teams they picked for this it's probably not what i would have picked but at the same time i understand why they picked them yeah those are the unique ones oh, my thing thinking when i first heard that the nurgle was going to be in the team and that's i figured since they're like heavy on mutations you could have a chaos pack team and a um underworld team but the way this game plays chaos pack would probably be very hard to figure out because they have so many big guys i i agree with that and since technically you know we have that thing in our living rule book that says these races are you could use these races but they're not official by Mm -hmm. games workshop so i'm sure games workshop doesn't officially recognize those races even though they've been play tested because the old are they in the CRP that was put up by Games Workshop? Yeah, I don't know. They were put up with it. Well, they, okay, they were put up with it. But, um, are they in Cyanide? Uh, yeah, because I play... So, I, mean, I guess so. Yeah, I guess that's a great point. They're accepted. I don't know, maybe they'll now, say... I'll be interested to see if we get like a Norse, Amazon, and Bretonian team next time we have an expansion. In the card game? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's what they're saving the Underworld chaos pact and maybe something else that could have mutants i don't yeah i don't know what else that would be at this point but they've they put together nurgle <laughs> chaos dwarves and goblins so i guess they can make anything work so yeah and really the factions are just there so that you can have a good set of star players that work together that because that's really all you're pulling from. Right, yeah. You're only pulling from the one deck, and so it just kind of doesn't change your play style, but mm-hmm. it, it adds those star players. So. Yeah, so yeah. it just needs a very loose association to be right. able to work. Exactly. But look forward to playing it, and I'm sure everybody else will too. But I th- we got to be the first guys to talk about this. It just came out, so <laughs> have to be. Eat that, other podcasts. Yeah, we probably won't get... Well, this probably go up Monday, hopefully. Okay. Should have enough time to edit this weekend, hopefully. I doubt we drop in another segment, but... Nah. We might talk about it next time. Okay. Alright, so without uh, anything else to say about some foul play, go out and buy it, support your local comic shop, game shop. Game that shop. way at least they know that Blood Bowl players like the game. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going in every day. Do you have anything Blood Bowl related? <laughs> I already have that, but do you have anything else? <laughs> They love that. Do you have miniatures? Can I get the box set? Golly, then they would somehow find one and then you'd be forced to buy it because you feel guilty. Yeah, go ahead. 
It's not my money. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with some shout outs. I'm Snob Costas, beat writer for the Long Island Blood Bowl League, here with another Did You Know, featuring some of the most interesting stories of history in the Blood Bowl universe. Today, the natives are getting restless. What's a commissioner to do? The league is only as successful as its worst franchise. The Nuffalo American Football League was around for some time and was under the leadership of many a commissioner, some stronger than others. But... Much has been made of the growth of Blood Bowl over the years. The NAF was airing on Cabalvision stations across the old world. NBC, CBS, ABC, Channel 7. They all gave tons of gold crowns to the NAF for the rights to show the best games. Jorge Hellhound, commissioner of the league in the 2470s, had the league soaring to new heights. But the players felt they weren't getting a piece of the pie. Jabori Ellsbringer of the Reichland Reavers was the most outspoken all-star. Here's a clip of the interview he did with 58 Minutes back in 2475. We are putting our asses on the line for these owners and hellhound. If we are risking our lives, we should get a piece of the Cabal Vision contracts. At least let our families live in comfort after we've had our eyes gouged or worse. In 2476, Ellsbringer and the rest of the players decided to strike. They wouldn't play a game. Hellhound responded by banning all of the AFC teams from participating in the sport. The NFC owners tried to scramble their teams, or at least some scabs together, but were unsuccessful. As a matter of fact, the only game played that year was between the Greenfield Grasshuggers and the Cleveland Crescents, the former Blood Bowl runners-up. The Grasshuggers were lured to the stadium by champion chef Amoro Lagasse, while the Crescents were told they would be crowned as Knights of the Realm for their efforts. In the end, Ellsbringer was able to negotiate a fund where the league would donate a portion of the commercial proceeds to the players. However, the only way a player would be able to collect on it was if they were dead. The champions of death were the most satisfied with this deal. So now you know what I know. This is Snob Cosmos. Now is the end of the podcast, where we give out the well-respected shout-outs. Shout-outs! That's so lame that that has become a staple in the show. That's awesome, man. I guess so. So. I have nothing. I would like to give a shout-out to my boy Neymar Jr. for the Brazilian World Cup team. Uh, he suffered a bad injury, bro. and um, you know, Stepped on a crack. Me and my, my whole family are like, you know, we're praying for you, and we just hope you get better, and your back gets better and better and better. And um, my boy Leo Messi, you know, you're close, bro. You're very close. You played well. It's not all your fault. You don't carry Argentina on your back. You're still a winner. Nothing wrong with second. And then... For- <laughs> 
Just waiting and watching and seeing where this is going. And then uh, one more shout-out for my boy uh, Van Persie for the Netherlands. There's no harm in getting, you know, third place. None at all. And uh, somebody on Twitter told me that only one of those games mattered, and I I believe (laughs) that the third-place game does matter in the World Cup. Otherwise, they wouldn't play it. All I know is that... They really play it probably for money reasons now, but I guarantee the players probably like a chance to go out with a win. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because now the Netherlands can say, you know, like, hey, you know, we only lost one game in the World Cup. Mm -hmm. All I know is that if you're not familiar with Goetze from Germany, when you Google his name, make sure you spell it correctly. Yeah, you don't want to put... Spell it. Don't don't do it with an S. This is very bad. That's all I know. Yeah. Did you hear about the German player? It's a very bad joke. And he's not one of my boys, so I don't. I can't even. I'm not going to like remember his name because okay. it's just not that important to me. Uh, no, it's Ozil. O z i l. O z i l. I think is his last name. Anyways, he took his money from his winnings. And he gave it back to, from what I read, he gave it for, for uh, 23 Brazilian children to have surgeries done. Like, they needed, like... That's nice. I guess life-saving surgeries or whatever, so he mm. gave back. But he's not one of my boys. Yeah. Okay. be nice if Brazil, you know, took care of Brazilian children, but we as Americans can't say much. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. They had to build stadiums. Yeah, I know. For the World Cup that they'll never use again. Yeah, pretty much. Yay them. We did uh, avert like the Third World War that could have started if Argentina would have won in <laughs> Brazil. So, I would have been okay with that. It would been different. It would have been started like in a different place in the world. Yeah. I wouldn't have to worry about it. You don't know that. They could come right up the, the canal and through Mexico. and Probably not. No, probably not. All right, so I don't. This is a war based on football. We're safe. So, uh, any other shout outs that I actually want to give out? Shout outs to everybody at Zorpy Bowl for going when we could not, as much as we wanted to. Thank you for Scott Hess, who represented Oklahoma. Who is not that Scott from he's, Oklahoma? Yeah, he's not that Scott from o- Oklahoma or Oklahoma or the podcast. He's not Scott Prime Worthy. He's close. But he's not quite there. He's Scott Odd. Is it a prime? Even? Even? Scott Even? Scott Integer? <laughs> Scott Math? He's Scott One. Okay. Well, that's prime. I can't say that. So he's Scott Two. He could be Scott Negative One. Who? He's irrational. But he's not. He's but like it, really laid know. back. I mean, really, if one of us was like a bad Scott, it'd probably be me. You're supposed to like go, no, buddy, you're a really nice guy. And you're no, I think compared to him, you probably would be. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, jerk. No, he's a nice guy. <laughs> I don't think we've met a good Steve yet. I haven't met a good... Because we had, we had Evil Scott. See, we already had an Evil Scott. We right. had an Evil Chris. Right. You you and the other Steve are both evil people just by nature. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But there's no good Allens. There is just Allen. There's just Allen. There's no other like that. 
Uh, what other shout-outs can I give? I can't even think of any right now. Been kind of a light month on emails and stuff. Thank you, Nathan, for fixing some of my miniatures that I had some problems with. Yeah, or all of our general shout-outs to everybody. I know. We have nothing special. So you want to talk about the tournament real quick? Yeah, let's uh, let's just move on to that. And I'm sure we're fr- somebody somewhere is painting their figures with their pants off, going like, well, I sent them this, and they didn't shout out me. So if we forgot you, go ahead and email us. Yeah, we suck. But, ooh, did you hear that? Somebody got a message. Was it me? Ooh, it might have been me. Anyways, so let's talk. <laughs> There's only two of us here. It better have been you. We could have a ghost with a, a phone. Ghost could with we? a cell phone? <laughs> ghost with annoying. a cell Dude, what? That would be annoying. What kind of great movie would that Damn be? Damn it, that ghost cell phone keeps going off. You can hear it. You can, The light's kind of on mm-hmm. all the time, but you don't know what's going on. Just like whenever you're watching a movie, out of the corner of your eye just comes on. <laughs> or it goes off. You hear it. Damn it. You just barely hear something. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the Warp Stone Tour dot dot. There's not much to say. Go to the website, and it's next Saturday. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it is. It's it's $10 tournament, three rounds, come as you are. That means buy your team, don't add skills. Just come to the tournament. You will get some random mutations. It's going to be really fun. And we might Should... be testing out some new podcasting equipment. Very possible that we could be doing a podcast there. So if you are listening to this like Monday night, Paint Miniatures Naked, you better just think like, I got to be there this weekend because yeah. the next weekend because... It's going to be off the chain. Yeah, so you can go to BoltDown.com and click the link. This is Warpstone Tour and be a part of history. This could be the first one. This could be the last one. We don't know because we're coming into this pattern of like, normally we do four tournaments a year. But now this is going to be two years in a row where we do five tournaments a year. I don't know. We did Allen Aid last year as well. Yeah, we did. So, um, other than that, I think I'm pretty much wrapped up, man. Yeah, I I got nothing. I got got to find now, I got to find a job until the next World Cup starts in four years. Job is good, yeah. So. You can save up time and then take off all that time to watch the World Cup. Right. I think I might just go. It's in Russia. Supposedly going to be super expensive, like eleven thousand five hundred per ticket. Okay, well then I'm going to watch it yeah, from here. I thought so. <laughs> so, all right, everybody, um, you guys have a, a wonderful, fabulous rest of July. We are experiencing like seventy degree weather here in Oklahoma. Oh, it's been so nice. It has been beautiful and amazing. It's been raining. I took a day off work because it was so nice. It, let me tell you something. It was one of the, I, even I had a great day because <laughs> like I had a date with my friend Steve. We went out to eat and then we went and we rented a movie and then we saw the other movie. We watched the Apes movies because I've never seen Yeah. What was it? What's the first one called? Rise, Rise of, the of the Planet, Planet of, the of the Apes and then we went to go see Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I mean it was just a which we just hung we didn't out. really like as much as we thought we would. It was just like I was like I had birthday money, and I was in junior high, and I could walk to go get something to eat, and I could walk to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. It was just like, ah. 
and it rained that morning, and I had my window open, so it was like, yeah. it's cool weather, and I slept so well. It was nice. I gotta get back to being an adult, though. I gotta. It would be nice. Yeah, it would be <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it was a fabulous day. Don't don't go see the second eight movie. It's I mean, not bad, see it, it's, but it's just so cliche. It really is cliche, and like everyone's up its butt on the reviews. It visually looks awesome. Oh yeah, and the acting, except for Gary Oldman, great. And, like Gary Oldman, a couple times, but he just his character is like you're an idiot. Everything's fine except it's like the six pieces, six cliche pieces you need in a, a movie are yeah. there. And it's very obvious. So, But other than that, it was okay. Yeah, it was still good. But anyways, we're going to wrap this up. Enjoy your July. We'll be back next month. You can follow Both Down on Twitter, at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email, their email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Both Down is a production of Couch Pirate Radio. Please drop by couchpirates.com to hear more of their podcasts. All right, so this is just a disclaimer here at the end of the podcast for these extra time. Um, yes, I've throughout this episode I've gave like uh, bedroom advice for people. So it's really just one segment on okay. one area. Well, and you what? happen to mention an orange. <laughs> well, whatever. So Steve has shown me this great video because I want him to get credit for this. And really, instead of listening to it, you should go watch it that much better yeah i will put a link up on the podcast uh page but here for your what sound pleasure ear pleasure whatever you want to <laughs> oral do. pleasure oral pleasure a u r u l is my friend auntie angel is going to give you some advice make sure your ladies hear this jeremy it's important get your wife <laughs> big sexy get them get them over grant here. Maybe Grant's girlfriend will like us better now. Yes. Grant. Grant Hallis. I talked to him today on Twitter. Uh, get your girlfriend there. Set her around the old radio, around the old computer. And like I said, this is better if you watch it. It's called Auntie Angel Shows Ladies a Wild Grapefruit Technique to Service uh, D. Gentleman. Exclamation point. CK. Right. And, and it did tweet it. And while back, so. there will be a link on the both down page. But this is a disclaimer. So if you have children right now, stop. Do not listen anymore until they're gone. Put the kids to bed. Get your pants off. Get your wife around and grab you some fruit. Now, this is my bonus technique, the grapefruit. Normally, you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but... I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. When you grapefruit your man, it's going to feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. No better feeling would he ever get than being grapefruited. So what you need to do is you need to, of course, have a grapefruit. You want to make sure you get the ruby red. It's sweeter. It's easier. If you are allergic to grapefruit or can't use a grapefruit for your medication, you can always use a large navel orange. Now, 
What you want to do is make sure the, the, the grapefruit is room temperature. All you have to do is put it in warm water. Do not microwave it. Do not boil it. Then, once it gets to that temperature, all you need to do is roll it. The reason why you want to roll it is because you want to juice it up a little bit. The juicier, the better. Then what you're going to do is you're going to find the navel. There's two navels to the grapefruit. Once you do that, you're going to place it on the plate and the navel's on the outside. You want to take a knife and you actually want to cut one side of that navel off. Now, all this that you're doing, he will not see any of this preparation because I'm going to tell you that a little bit later. It's a trick. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take it to the other side and do the same thing. So you should have a grapefruit that has two sides missing just like this. Now what you're going to do is you're going to put a hole in the middle of the grapefruit approximately the size of your man's penis. Do not make it too big. Do not make it too tight. Just approximate. Then what you want to do is you're going to take the knife midway down and make sure it goes all the way through. All you want to do is make a nice hole in the middle of the grapefruit. Now if you take it and make it too big, that's okay because you can always squeeze your hands like the muscles of your vagina. And if you make it too tight, all you have to do is take your finger and push the flesh back. It's just grapefruit. Now, when you grapefruit your man, he has to be blindfolded. There's no ands, ifs, buts about it. Why? If you came to the bedroom with a grapefruit, what is your man going to say? What are you going to do with that? Is it going to burn and all that other thing? So you don't want any of that. So this is what you do. Say, baby, you know what? Tonight, I want to do something a little freakier. I want to suck your dick blindfolded. Your man will blindfold himself if he knows he's going to get some head. So now, your man is in the bed. You have the grapefruit already prepared under the bed. He smelled the citrus in the air. He thinks you have on some new Victoria's Secrets or something. He has no idea. And what you're going to do is be a woman of your word. Now, you have to get his penis erect. So what you're going to do is just suck his dick. That's like you said you were going to do. <laughs> Once he's nice and erect, what you're going to do is replace the grapefruit from your mouth. You're going to twist up and down on his shaft and suck the head at the same time. Now, ladies, remember, grapefruit is also a fat burner, so you're actually losing weight while you're sucking his dick. Now... Once you're doing this technique, it feels amazing to him, but he still has no idea what you're doing. So what you want to tell your man to do is this. Take the blindfold off. He's going to be looking at you like, what the hell are you doing? But he'll never say stop. All he's going to be thinking is, I could have been fucking a grapefruit all these years. And that's the grapefruit technique.